You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Before we get this episode started, I want to thank you guys for an amazing year. 2016 was incredible for Wake the Flock Up. We got more downloads, we got more followers, we got more love and more support than I could ever imagine this last year. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. It truly means a lot to be accepted and uh, to know that what you're doing is being validated by your people. You know what I'm saying? By the hip hop community. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys very much for that. Now about this particular episode, this is the 22nd year anniversary of Project Bloat. And my brother Abstract Rude asked me to come out and do what I do out there. So I was more than honored, more than happy to do so. We got a chance to sit down with some legends. We got to sit down with uh, a couple of generations of Project Bloat. And if you're not familiar with Project Bloat, you know what? Can't help. It's an LA collective that's been amazing. It's been around for years. And it's it's Don people from Kendrick Lamar to Abstract Root himself to, uh, you know, it's, it's an unlimited amount of lives that the Project Bloat has reached and uh, has touched. And it's been uh, nothing but a guiding light in the hip-hop community. So, this is that. Backstage at Los Globals in Los Angeles, or I should say underneath the stage, we sat down with everyone. And of course, we got to cross off the number 17th name off the Wake the Flock of Wishlist. Dumbfounded was in the house. And you guys know I'm a huge battle, battle rap fan, and I got to sit down with Dumbfounded, and he was nothing but nice and courteous, and it was a great time. So again, shout out to my brother Abstract Roof for hooking that up, allowing me to be a part of such a historic night. So here it is. Enjoy the 22nd anniversary Project Bloat. Peace. Project Blowed, 22nd year anniversary. With the basically, you were the first performer of the night. No, I was not technically. Well, according to the roster, you don't make me look yeah. bad. I'll show that. That's <laughs> no, no, I'm um, uh, yeah, no, it was scatterbrain. Um, it was. Um, but he's hosting. Yeah, I mean partially, but you know, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of like. I'm gonna first. delete all this right here because I need, I need to sound good. I'm gonna show you making me yeah. sound bad now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. So in my head, I'm seeing it differently. Okay. You know, seeing yeah. Alive, yeah. 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 I hear you. Microphone. Yep. Check. Check. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. You're totally fucking. Sorry. You know what? I'm not ready yet. <laughs> you need to get right. Need another beer. Yeah, you need to get right first. Plus, and we're like sweater. <laughs> we're sitting here with with girl power. No, J. Ross <laughs> represent. <laughs> J. Ross, where are we from? Um, Whittier, Brown Gardens. K Town, LP. How do we link up with a uh, project blow like that? Um, shit. Um, and Whittier really, because um, there was a spot called um the spot, and then there was another spot in Whittier that would go down hosting like dope hip hop shows, like on the constant, like um monthly, uh bi monthly, all this different stuff. So 
it was uh, the House of Grace used to throw hip hop shows. They would have like um, Ali Symphony, Pigeon John, all that. And then at Penny Lane, they would throw in stores and stuff like that. So like uh, Freestyle Fellowship would rock at Penny Lane. And then at the spa, Ali Symphony would rock and stuff. And uh, I was at the house. I was always seeing these cats perform in my hood. So that's how hard they were stomping ground and like right. putting in work was right. like reaching out in Whittier, doing all these dope ass hip hop shows, you know. And then um, I was at the House of Grace and then uh, we we're like freestyling. And then some dude gave my homegirl a card. was like, yo, tire girl uh, to come through to rap at Project Bloat. And my and it just had, it just said Project Bloat and it had a phone number and it had the phone number to Project Bloat. It was all Project it was Bloat all, info line. It's all black, right? It's all <laughs> and it had that white lettering that it just said Project exactly. Bloat on it. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you flipped it over and then nothing was written on it. It was all mystical. I was shit. like, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there. No, no, it was no. a beautiful yeah. moment. No, yeah. and then I, I kept it. And I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. And then um, so my homies were going down. I was like, I gotta hop in the ride before I even drove. You know. And I went down to Project Bloat. It was just freestyling. It was just like ever since then, just always got love and had love for people that I met freestyling on the corners, people I looked up to and stuff like that. What so. was that first freestyle at such a legendary location with such a legendary, uh, you know, it's a group of people? What did that What did that feel like to you? Uh, surprising and, and love because surprising because everyone was there to rip heads off. Everyone was there to fucking rap and fucking like show and prove you couldn't be wackery you know what i mean and so it was dope when there were times where i was like damn these cats are like my family like they have my back like outsiders come in and try to battle me out of nowhere oh this chick raps and i'm like their first victim and i serve them and then here comes pterodactyl like serving homie from philly like not that it was nothing against anyone from philly or nothing like that but just to come to a legendary circle spot and then be shady and then for these cats to hold, have my back out of nowhere when every day we're just fucking chopping chopping rap so they know? recognized so, your skills and they're like you know what she's i was like she, the little sister yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did you feel though that it was officially you were officially a part of it uh when um a team they're wrapping up at blowed and um and uh what's it called there was like a little freestyle at the end they're like any mcs want to come up and i'm like i heard right i was listening they said any mcs want to come up i'm like i that's me you know it's like fuck that i'm jumping up and i walk by the stage i'm like yeah it's cool like i just seen like the vibe you know it was just open so i jump on stage and then after that abstract rude hit me up in the parking lot he's like i have all these cds take what you want i was about to take all of them he's like all right take like six (laughs) but that was the moment and then um he hit me up after that like whenever i run into him and just like chop it up and you know he and then i told him when he knew my knowledge for bloat and my love for bloat he was like oh you're a real bloaty and then you know so it's just because um females uh in bloat in few in between not many of them, right? Yeah, but yeah. that's that's true of all. Like you can right? name that's you true. could I can right. name them, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. A- as you should, because they are memorable females. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like Medusa, they've been dropping it and doing it right. Do you yeah. feel a little bit of pressure? Always keeping, keeping that Those legacy are OGs, going. Like yeah. right there, yeah. I feel pressure against uh, really anyone that I respect. You know, there's so many cats that I respect. So, yeah, I mean, if you know what's up with freaking these cats, it's like they always put it down. You know what I mean? So wherever they're at whether it's blowed or across seas or wherever when you see mike and nine freestyling and or just rhyming you're just like how it feels thank you, you yeah know? <laughs> yeah oh no yeah there, there there comes a time when like uh like when i first got in contact with abstract rude it was super weird to me because it's like yo that's abstract rude 
right? And he's yeah, like, yeah, you're and like, he, oh, shit. And I, he like, he's like calling me, and I'm like, my phone goes abstract, rude, abstract, rude, abstract. Rude. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> this is trippy because I'm that 16 year old kid still listening to Peyton, just like, oh, holy shit, you know? He, yeah. I was a huge fan of him when he was with Battle Axe. So totally know what you mean. Bro. So I, you know, in now and now he's like, yeah, you gotta come down and gotta cover the shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, abstract, rude, sure, absolutely, I'll be right there, you know? Yeah. It is kind of uh, yeah. surreal to get to that level but you know yeah. it is also um, like a blessing you because know? they kind of embrace you you know what I'm saying as family like, like yeah you, you that's huge they don't need to, to this, yeah you know? they don't need to you know they don't need to really like reach out to me I never asked for them to reach out but you know like um, they they see something they see like they see I think they probably even see them you know what they produce is like you know I'm a product of that and many other things hip hop that I grew up listening to mm-hmm. so Yes, yeah, it's, it's dope. I think the line of like, oh, she's a female MC, kind of blurs now. So she's just an MC. Yeah, which is which is really important. Is where you want to be at. That's just everywhere I've always, you know, wanted to be. Like, regardless. So I guess I got myself there. You know. So let, let's talk a little personal though. Uh, you said you're from Whittier. Yeah, yeah. Born, born and raised, raised in Bell Gardens, okay. and then moved to Whittier. Lived yeah. in Whittier for like a long ass time. Uh, moved around a couple times, like K Town and stuff. But right. that was it. Riverside. And then um, now I'm more in like 66 La Puente yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. So moms and pops in the picture still, huh? Your moms and your pops are they you still? Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Like you got my mom's is like my best friend. Um, I got uh, five brothers. You got five brothers. Well, I'm sorry, four brothers. <laughs> I'm tripping. What, I have so many. What do they think about you? Being I don't generous? know. Like, what, they, they, it doesn't come up. <laughs> It, yeah, it has to come I, up. Like, it has to like be like you know, like that's like I'm just a rapper. That's that's gotta be. Well, they kind of don't. That's my family. You know, I do this stuff, and they live their own lives. Like they're not into hip hop at all. Like that. Like I'm grown now. They don't give a shit what I do. No, you I mean, me? but the reason that I've asked is because like parents are like when I from the people I sat down. Either it's that either yo they have no idea or they're super supportive and they come to the shows and they you know they do this. And no, do that. N- neither or. <laughs> they they just neither here nor there with with your rapper. No, like everyone in my family does their own thing, and um, they're all dope and gifted at something. So they just do what they do, and I do what I do. You know? So you come from an artistic <laughs> family. Oh, very well rounded. Um, excuse me. Yeah, like everyone has some type of skill in my yeah, family. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, the, so you being skilled isn't like a anything weird to them because everyone else is skilled. No, they're like you dumbass. <laughs> I'm the dumbass. What? <laughs> Are you kidding? Why? Why? Tell me why they. Dude, my my yeah. niece is like graduating from USC to um, be a doctor and med and fucking deliver babies, and my other niece has a PhD in like sports, med like sports therapy. <laughs> I don't everything sports and and, and then you're gonna go rap somewhere I do other stuff I just keep it secret but um, yeah yeah, I rap and work you know yeah okay Okay, but I'm just saying I'm just trying to picture what it's like to have a sister or a daughter who's like a hardcore MC Uh, my mom was into it growing up but she's already kind of felt the shock you know because she was more into like like when I, I fight rock with like Ozo Motley or something like and then she's seen them on on TV or like I go to the F and then everyone goes to the F after that like I, she sees me as like a very like staple point in her life you know of doing stuff but at the same time like now she kind of she's just kind of used to me just doing me you know she doesn't really really trip where did much. your love for music originate you think um my dad used to play a lot of records like uh oldies like er, like man that's why i got mad love for oldies rock and roll 
like and then my brother my oldest brother played like a lot of like you know east coast west coast hip-hop you know so like i just always go around music you, um, did you have a favorite public enemy up? pmd karis oh, okay. yeah. one tribe called quest jay dilla so the um, roots were definitely nwa there kumo d yeah, yeah I have, and the right the roots are so there for me it's like it's <laughs> just it's just a it's just my lifestyle you know yeah. it's not something that like i kind of I, I look at too much and just like that's who I am you know I do my the, thing the, and they were the right roots because it could have been different types of roots indeed too, yeah right? so they it's were the, those those names you just gave me those I mean those were the roots of hip hop they were public when people hear of uh, hip hop they're like that's what hip hop is you know yeah, yeah. like even the kids know what's up with hip hop I mean these kids are freaking they know what's up like everyone's all oh, the kids kids know what's up too everyone knows when you when you say hip-hop you know what your first thought is you know you go back to the roots of hip-hop what about uh uh what are we doing as in projects do we have any albums out anything like that um yeah yeah um i got a project coming out uh return i don't know if i'm gonna keep the name return of the b-girl um i probably will though <laughs> who knows but uh with my homie nocturne and then um, we're trying to wrap that one up. Like it'll, it'll drop 2017. <laughs> yeah. What up? What's up, J Rose? <laughs> um, and then I'm also working on some stuff where like I sent to my cats in Russia, and then um, there's a bunch of other different little like people throw beats at me. You know, I'm just kind of um, I'm to the point where like. It's, it's, you could throw beats at me and I can rap to them. But I've done that a million times and I love it each time. But the difference is now throw beats at me so that I could like format it and formate it, put it in formation a certain way for myself to drop shit out, you know? Like, so now I'm getting more like control and that's why, you know. But, uh, or do we want to release an official album? What up, Namik? You're next. <laughs> You're next, so don't go nowhere. Yeah. Fade away, stay, bro. Stay local. Fade away. <laughs> you need a bottle opener? You got it? I'm an alcoholic, dog. I carry it. I, I carry I'm it an alcoholic. Me. So I carry it on my keychains. Oh, uh, you have like five? <laughs> no. Yeah, because they keep breaking on me. I use them so much. I know, right? They break. <laughs> I was on the first beer. <laughs> no, so so you do want to have an official album with like... I'm going to have an official album and then a lot of other projects around where like... They're probably not going to even be that lengthy. Maybe, maybe one or two or stuff, so... Just kind of random shit, really, is how it's coming out to me. So, because um, I had a kind of a problem with like people throw beats and want me to rap to them so quick, they don't know that like five other people have just threw me beats before them, and I got a little more like overwhelmed. So I started working on my album. Now yeah. I'm like, you know what? I want to rock these beats. I want to do it right. So what I'm doing is just putting like, okay, I'm gonna put out. They're gonna have to wait for a certain project for project. Because if not, I'm gonna be everywhere, you know. So. Even though I could just pull out a beat and rap to it, cool. At least the song's done, you know. So. But at some point, you want to make you want to make stop making like tracks. And you want to make songs. Yeah, so like artists or even like little EPs or a single or like two songs that kind of were produced by the two same cats or whatever. I don't know. I'm just kind of free flowing with it. Have you have you thought of an end game though, for J. Rolls? Like, what do you would you All eventually want to? What, what what is it? What is it that you eventually want to accomplish with music? Uh, that's deep. Um, I don't know. Just finish, finish rapping to a lot of the beats that cats give me, and like, and then um, actually, you know what? I'm sorry, I fell off track. Yeah, actually, um, 
just do my own thing you know what i mean like um make beats make beats for the cat like nah make it. all these cats are are doing that and stuff so i eventually want to go there too but right now i'm just kind of chilling too with where i said i was just at a moment ago like as far as like so you want to produce up some at some point too. Yeah, and I actually do. I'm just not currently taking it like full on serious because I know that when I do that, I want to like fully do that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to wrap up some of these projects and then get to that point too, you know? So, yeah. So, hip hop is something that's very much embedded in you from production to obscene. Do you Natu- have any other elements that you that you kind of dabbled in? Naturally. Um, like tables. I have tables, you know? Oh, shit. Hell you're yeah, like the man. coolest chick I've ever met. Oh, you're so kind, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that yeah. because now like, you're I tell love- me, oh, dude, I'll be I'll be hitting the can and I'll be fucking yeah. the trains up and shit at night. That's what most people know me as, J. Ross. Holy SKA. shit! You're officially the coolest chick I've ever met. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, like I like I literally right here, ride a sixteen for you, bust a piece for you, burner, you know. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> wow, I am impressed. Yeah, because I'm too. Yeah. I'm always been like, uh, I'm naturally lazy, so I never tried break dancing. Uh huh. And then, and then growing out in the middle of the night seems like a lot of work to me, and I go and go paint. It's, like, it's a lot of work, and, and, and I've but, never but been once that you get in the loop it. and you're around a lot of cats too, like. Yeah. I got into it young, so yeah. I was like hype as shit. It becomes and second nature. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So the homie hit me up like in the middle of the morning, like, or even at eight, eight, I was gonna come come through and paint and all this stuff. And I'm like, this fool. <laughs> That's what's up. And I could if I, you know, depending on what the next day has for me. But if I'm doing stuff, I'm like, shit. <laughs> I hate you, fool. It was good meeting you because I've heard a lot about first. you, and uh, and uh, we've been uh, we bumped it a couple times, but officially it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, so, I haven't cool. sat with you. And, yeah. Um, so you gotta come got on the show you, though, <laughs> and we can do a full episode because I think you're gonna oh, be a okay, very be interesting guest. I would love it. I these, would love these are it. cool. Especially these after this, yeah. it kind of caught me like not off guard, yeah, but yeah. just in the moment, you know. Yeah. So if we uh, kind of plan something, that would be dope. Too. No, let's do. We'll, we'll switch it. information, and, and I want to really make it happen because I think it's important. Look, I've always been a very strong advocate of the female in hip hop because we don't have enough of them, and the ones we do have yeah. aren't always the best representation. But the ones that everyone should know about, very few people know about. It's true. It's true. You know, and I, I got mad. I know mad sisters and stuff that rap and are artists and yeah. and, and, and sing love, and all that. I, yeah, that I love like, like I love like Rev. I love, you know, of course, Medusa, Jean Grey. Like I've always been a fan of them. Yeah. And I always, yeah. it's important to kind of start blurring that line of she's a female MC to like, hey, they're just MCs. Yeah. You know, it depends though. As long as you have people like. Nicki Minaj no offense I mean they kind of make it hard for us when they have the opportunity I mean people like I don't I, like I'm mad at her and not mad at her you know what I mean I'm mad at her cause um I feel like she could have been a little more like a Nas cause she has those skills she would have been more like a Nas or he didn't completely sell out like he's like making yeah oh you mean but she's still dope that as fuck but she's totally selling out hardcore yeah, yeah. and like but you know what fuck it like that's still music and she's still fucking doing what she's doing you know what i mean she's still lyrically good at what she's doing and she's still fucking making money and fucking being successful yeah, it. like yeah. i can't hate on her for that but at the same time like i can't fully like be in love Endorse with her it. because of yeah. that yeah you know yeah, so it's crazy so i that's i know what you're saying yeah. when you're like the purity of a female mc or somebody like you know yeah so I know like somebody so, female sees so like, it's up to us the me, the ones that have the media credentials to push uh, the right 
to try to find a balance towards all that stuff that's being punked. The better. To the public, right? Yeah, the better. Because, you know, all these cats are getting getting their fame. Like, I know a lot of people who, who could deserve to get their fame, you know? Left and right, bro. Left and right. Hey, whatever it is, it is. As it should but, you be. Know. <laughs> so you got to come on the show and we'll do a full hour episode of you. Yeah. And, and we'll let, let, get people to really get to know J. Rose. That would be excellent. It was a awesome. pleasure. For sure. As long as there's food there, they'll get to know me. I'll get to know I'll me. get you a like, carne asada burrito. Like I don't know what you like. Oh, shit. Oh, you're all vegan. Don't tell me you're vegan. No, not vegan. Okay, good. But like chicken. No pork, though. No, you don't got to get me nothing. I'll try to bring something. <laughs> What, 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 I what? eat pork, bro. I'm Mexican. Oh, I, you, I, I don't eat pork and I'm Mexican. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Can't do it. I'm just playing. I'm you just know playing. what? This, this, this interview just it just took a left turn out of nowhere. But, hey, this is the kind of stuff I want to know more about you on your official interview. Yeah. We'll make right. it happen. I could give it that. So, uh, give me a sign-off. Give me a sign-off. Uh, what's up? We're here at uh, Project Blow 22nd anniversary. They had to start breaking out the Roman numerals. We got Tumex in the spot. <laughs> the homie Medicine Johnson. That's how you Halo. know you got way too many anniversaries. When they're like, yo, it's just Roman numeral that shit, dog. We went back, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We started doing like That's what's up. Japanese writing or something. <laughs> but it looks so gangster with the two X's yeah, and the ones. Yeah, though. no doubt. No doubt. It looks dope. It looks yeah, dope. So, so J yeah. Ross, thank you for joining us again. Peace. Project Blow 22nd your anniversary Peace. wake the flack up hey yo 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 i'm sitting here with namic project blow 22nd year anniversary higher is this better talk, talk louder brother <laughs> namic what's good man what up dog i'm chilling i'm chilling feeling good right now feeling good oh yeah you got you feeling proper you got proper right now or what i'm feeling proper you know why what because I was able to rock this show. Ab hit me up. Uh-huh. And I was like, yo, of course. What the fuck? What kind of question is that? Am I trying to rock the you, Project Blow? You should have gone, gone like, you know what, dog? I got a lot of commitments right now. But, you know. You I know, did, too. I'll, I'll pencil you in. I'll, I'll pencil. Because, you, you know, you're busy. You're a busy man. Hey, man. You know, <laughs> I really did have something else cracking today, too. But, but it's the kind of thing you cancel for. Exactly. Here, I'll tell you, my, 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 lately I have two regrets. One is I missed Big Daddy Kane when he was in SoCal recently. You know about that. He was in SoCal. Word. And I missed him. So I think to myself, when is the next time Big Daddy Kane is going to be in tour in fucking two cities down from me? You know what I mean? That's a very good question, man. But my answer to you be fucking... <laughs> Never again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. But then again, I don't know, man, because he seems hungry. I think he might do it again. Big Daddy Ken is like the coolest motherfucker on the planet. So he, he, he I think he's the kind of dude who's like, uh, I don't think he ever needs to rap again. I think he's just like, you know what? I feel he like, doesn't. I feel like rocking the mic, so I'm going to go set it up, set up my little tour, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't need to do a goddamn thing again. Straight up. Hip, dude, uh, the other day I was watching, uh, you got to watch this hip-hop documentary. It's called Hip Hop Evolution. Uh, yeah, I've you, never you, seen that one. Okay, so he and then and then the guy goes, you know, he's he's trying to find the evolution of hip hop. So he goes back to the DJs and back to the MCs and everybody else. And he goes, and the next DJ and the next MC, you know, this guy is known as one of the most historic blah blah blah. blah. And then it zooms out and it's Rakim, and he's just sitting there with a hat, but the, he has a towel and then a hat on top. He looks like the coolest dude. Like, dude, I shivered. I was like, oh shit, that's Rakim, bro. Like. 
just even on video it threw me off i was like oh fuck i wanted to do that that knee bending thing you know how like when they <laughs> knight people yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? like because <laughs> yeah. it's a strong possibility that i'll get to interview rakim i'm heading on to new york Woo. in a couple months and i gotta set up because i got cool rap Woo. he goes yeah just come down nice. so i'm like yo you know so i hey, don't, I don't that's what's up dog, i can't big, imagine like booking rakim and then him like opening the door like walking with that hell yeah jesus like appearance is gonna be like you know what i mean that would be something else right there homie and like and it's crazy because i'm seeing all these ogs in front of us as, as we're right here at the project blowed anniversary and yeah. and, I, and i'm kind of fucking tripping out you know like yeah no doubt we got otherwise chilling yep you know we got ganja k in the building right so many ogs today man of course abstract rule micah two max was just two max right here chilling lyra flip in the building mc doser that's what's chamber up. records in the building all day but yeah man yeah. like whoo yeah, but but to but, see, to but you've had you've had uh, I don't want to say a fairy tale like climb, but you've had a you you gotta write a book, Namek, because you've earned your way up to bloating. You're a bloating, right? No, I'm not actually. You're not a bloat. How the fuck are you not a well, bloating? Well, everybody in the motherfucking world is a project bloating, you know. Unless but, you're whack. Everybody in the world is a project bloating, straight up okay. off the bat, because yeah. that that's how much I feel that they made an impact on the world, straight up. Right, uh, right, right. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> that's just me. Though. Now ask somebody, yeah, it might be a different story. But yo, <laughs> I'm 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 not a I'm I'm not from Project Blow, straight up. I'm from I'm from Keep the Feel Entertainment, which is Abstract Roads label, and uh, you know, he kind of branched off from obviously from Project Blow. And you know we 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 doing the damn thing independently through that, through through Alpha Pub, you know Alpha Pub is a uh, pretty much the main distributor for for uh, Keep the Fill, so it's a digital distribution type thing right there. But yeah, shout out to Ab Roofer for hooking me but up with Keep the Fill. You've earned your props ar- amongst the Bloodians. Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt, I mean? no doubt. There's no, no one doubt. that won't, and no Bloodian that'll go on. No, Namix not worthy, or he's not that. It might not just be, it might not be official yet, but. You're, you're in there and what I'm saying is you earned your spot to get there right and that's yeah. not an easy thing to do oh no nah. you know hell no nah. you better earn your stripes you're trying to come over here to Lemur Park and and really call yourself an MC homie you better fucking earn your stripes and get that okay, in okay let me ask you this though on a serious level though would you recommend MCs to come do that or when would you recommend MC like at what point do you think that they should consider coming down and seeing if they got what they have? Because, th- I mean, dreams were cru- have been crushed there. Yeah. So, but it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But what I'm saying it's is, not. when do you think an MC can say, okay, I might be ready to take that step? Honestly, whenever they truly feel that they think they're ready, homie, it depends on you. Like, if you're already serving kids at school... And doing the damn thing like that. Well, first off, it would be a pl- a big bonus if you were still young, homie, straight up. If you was like in high school or 18, 19, that, that's a big bonus right there because you have a lot of life ahead of you. And if you're already doing it from way back then, then you probably already know what's good and you continue to get better, man. So, but uh, but yeah, man, fucking. It's not to be taken lightly, though. It's not to be taken lightly okay. at all, dog. Okay. Like, Do you remember when you took that step? Yeah, actually, I do, man. Um, Tell me about that. I want to know what it was like, like on your way there, and like, okay, like realizing, oh shit, this is this is me being tested. Did you know at the moment? Did you know at that time that that's what you were doing? 
it was actually at an abstract rude battle um the flow and towel battle when, when i realized that all right let, let me get up in this shit and see what's really good of course man shit entering a 16 bar competition like that i had you know i had some nerves up in me and shit i was nervous but you know shit i ended up losing the first it's the best part about this shit is i ended up losing i lost the first two times to destruct shout out destruct and fucking the third time i was like man i'm not gonna let this fool get a three okay. p no, no no let's slow down a little bit you lost the first one yeah and what was that ride home like to you shit were you just like devastated were you just no like, no no or not, did not, you not at all not at all like okay i just need to step the bars up yeah, and, and then considering the fact that uh that, that was all random, like volume one was all random. I didn't know there was even gonna be a competition cracking. So it was all random and shit. I lost, I was like, alright, cool. But I lost in the finals, which uh, at least I made it to the finals, you know? So I, I I went home, I went home with a chip on my shoulder, like, alright, at least I made it to the finals, we'll see what happens from here next time. And So you made it to the finals. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you lost the first one. Last so now final. you signed up for the second one because you're like, fuck that. Fuck that. I can, I can do better. I can I, do better. I can do better. And you lose the second one. In the finals. In the finals again. Yeah. So what's the second ride home like to you? Same exact shit. Oh, were you just like, fuck? Nah, nah. I knew because it was only like if I would have said a, a syllable differently or if I would have spit a bar differently, you know, then that would have been all the difference. So I knew. I already knew that I was going to win the third, homie. Straight up, I knew I was going to win the third. So then the third comes up, and you win. You hear Namek is the one. What, is, what goes through your mind at that moment in time? Straight up, I was like, I told you so. That's all I remember. You knew it was going to happen. I you were just like, yeah, but this is it. I told you so. I told you so. I who told did you? you so. who, did, oh, who was it again? Destruct again? That's the one you won? It was okay. So destruct, destruct, destruct. That's what it was. Okay, at this point, you gotta be developing a little, like, man, fuck destruct. <laughs> like on the homie tip, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck of, of course. What the <laughs> okay. fuck? This motherfucker right here trying to beat me and shit, trying right, to get right, a three peat right. against me. Yeah. Fuck that. You're like, no, this cannot happen, yo. I'm, I'm, I'm dope. I'm dope, dope. There was no way in hell that shit was gonna happen. So bro. you win. What's that ride like, homie? Shit, it felt very good. It felt good to know that I beat. Uh, at least like four other people, you know. So it was, it was dope. How many times have we won? So a- after I won that one, I had fucking won three other times after that. So the the next three times that I entered, I so won. So on the fourth time, it's just like, Ugh! like all right, let's go. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, and and it was good. cool because I I ended up being a judge. Yeah. And. I judged it for a few times, and then there happened to be a tournament of champions. Yeah, where and all the returning have, cats I came I through. Come back. So I had to come with it because all the returning so champions. So this is this would be so that's the, you won that one also. Yeah, yeah. So that's five times you've won. No, no, that was the fourth. That's the fourth time. Has anyone won as many times as Namek? No. So you yet. you've got the record. I got the record, but I, I'm seeing a lot of cats. Right after me, yeah. That they're after my ass right now. I see Lyra Flip doing it. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna front. Yeah. Hey, shit. Big, good hey, luck. Yeah. Hey, good luck to Lyra Flip. Good luck to me, homie. That was a fierce MC. Let me ask you hey. this. Let me ask you this. Would Namek come back another time? Hey, I'm pretty sure anybody would come back. Nowadays, it's like if the numbers are right. Oh, okay. <laughs> if 
it's gotta make sense. I love that because that's that's that that's the that's the line that it's gotta make sense. It's gotta make sense. It's, it's gotta make if sense. If the numbers are right now, shit. Yeah. I'm not even gonna front off that. But if it's on some flow and tell, let's do the damn thing and everything works out like how it's supposed to work out. Of course, let's do it. That's what's up. I'm happy for you, brother. So you performed tonight already. Yeah, yeah. I was happy to do a track, dog. You know, I only rocked one, but that's what it is. I'm, I'm honored to do that. Yeah, more than enough. More than enough, straight up. Yeah. So you can enjoy the rest of your night, slap hands with all your. Yeah, I'm a fanboy right now, homie. Like fanning, you fanboy I, now, right? I was now. in, I was in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, eleventh and twelfth, bumping longevity yeah. and otherwise, right in front of me, chilling, having a good time. I was bumping abstract rude who. I am now a part of his label and Mike and I, who I'm rocking the show with on New Year's, and Jay Roz is the OG homegirl doing the damn thing, and all, all these motherfuckers right here, man. It's such a blessing to be right here, sitting down with you right now. Shout out Concept, big up, Pleasure. like the flock up, you motherfuckers. That's right. And uh, yeah, man, I'm having a good time right I now. I wish you the best. Go enjoy yourself. Go do your thing. Thank you for sitting down with us again. Yes, sir. Good it's looking. A pleasure out, always. So give me a sign out. Yo, West Coast Jazz Soul, keep on the lookout for that. That's me. That will be me. That will always be me. West Coast Jazz Soul with a little funk in it. I thought you knew. If you didn't know, you best recognize now. 2017, Namik, Buddy Boy Entertainment, Keep the Field, Chamber Records. I love y'all. Thank you. Appreciate it. Project Blow, what the fuck's the code, baby? I feel like I can hear some stuff and I don't have headphones on. That's really awesome. It's weird, right? This shit's supernatural right there. <laughs> it's fucking delicious. Check, that, check. I feel like I have invisible hands. It's <laughs> fucking wonderful. I'm glad I recorded all that because that was weird as fuck. Yeah. We got Madison Johnson in the house. Hey, guys. Uh, Where are we? What We're is at, this? This is the, I forget. This is the... This is the what? 20 Deuce Deuce. What? what? Project Blow. The Deuce Deuce? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. 22nd year anniversary. Yes. The world famous Project Blow. Yeah. And we got Medicine Johnson in the house. Hey, world. What's going on? Tell me, how did we initially link up with Project Blow? Oh, man. Um, via my homie Cookbook. You know, he. Uh, he hit me up. He was like, we're doing this whole thing with the label that we're both on. And uh, he was like, you should meet this guy, Concept. He's got a dope show called Wake the Flock Up. And, uh, you know, it was, it was history from there. And then I met up and I brought my friend, Rain Bazoo, with me. And I got super high. Oh, yeah. And um, I did the best I could. <laughs> Which it wasn't too good. It, to, wait, it, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't good. It wasn't great. Yeah, wasn't man, great. I was nervous, bro. It was a great Which episode is weird. Because it's funny. It was so weird because I was nervous. You, I was like, man. Another, look, like, I. I make dudes nervous. This is what I do. I make people nervous. It wasn't you. It, it was nobody. It was the weed. It was Mary Jane. It was so it weird. It hit you just, just wrong. Just no, that it, little, it, no, Mary, me and Mary, we be, uh, you know, it's good. We're all, uh, yeah. Sure, sure. But, but for some reason, Mary was like, nigga, you don't know me. What are you? That's what Mary said to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to do the best I can, you know. But we're here again. How do great. we how do we link up with Project Blow? How did that happen for you? Um, I would guess through Abside Rude, maybe? You don't remember? It's been that long? Dude. 
See, this all comes back to the marijuana. I get, you're high again. Yes, yes please assist me. Give me the assist. To I the, can't tell you the answer to that one. I don't know that one. I'm you don't even. <laughs> I, I don't know when you linked up with Project Blow. Oh, when I linked up with Project it's Blow. It's not okay. me. Okay, okay. I know when it happened know, for me because I'm it's so. It's real lit back here. Yeah. There's a lot of dope legends back here right now. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But I'm a focus. I linked up with Project Blow, yeah. mm, let's say 97, 98-ish. Damn, so it's been a minute. Yeah, man. Okay, I used okay. to I used to make cast like beats on my little Casio player and my little four track, you know. And um I had a group called Audio Beans, like human beans, you know, like that, along those lines. And uh we would go down there and sign the list. And you know, it was great, man. And then um there was a lot of freestyle battles outside and you know like we just i just built my confidence there you know um so this is like a a very special thing to me this is a tradition at this point i would say do you remember that day where you knew it was official where you began become a member or a group or uh, a part of something as big as project blow for hip-hop yeah like I, I believe I was hanging out with AC alone one night and we, were, just, we were drinking. Just hanging out with AC alone. And um, I, I think I got invited to some party. Uh huh. And I was like, yeah, we were just talking. He's like, yeah, man, you're part of the blow. And I was like, oh, yes. That's it. That's the man right there. Yeah, like, yeah he says that it's done. And then I and then I had to confirm it with Ab. I was like, hey, um, I just want to know you. He's like, you're blown. I was like, cool. <laughs> He, yeah, man. He knew the then, question. Then, then my confidence yeah. shot through the roof. I was like, right, yeah, right. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, tell me. Um, so now we're here at the the 22nd year anniversary. Yes. Right? Looking back, what do you think has been the thing that Project Blur has contributed the most to the culture? What has it contributed most? Oh man, styles. Styles, yeah, cadences, yeah. Um, originality uh, of all different types, poets, rhymers, dancers. But as far as a rhyme tip, definitely, you know, like when I think of the big homies from the fellowship, I'm like, they're the ambassadors of Los Angeles underground. You know what I mean? And uh, that means a lot to a lot of people and a lot to this generation my generation or previous generations in the, in, in the future you know so um yeah man that's 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 how i feel about it you know what, what do you think the future has like this upcoming generation of project blows what do you think how do you think they're doing so far it's dope yeah the tradition Are you excited is to see it? effortlessly organically continued yeah. continuous yeah you know yeah. um yeah man it's I think it's dope, you know. There's, there's tonight. There's probably at least three generations here, dude. Just here now, already. Yeah, yeah. Tonight, you know. Yeah. And like a fourth, but maybe yet unknown one. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, well, they're here. And those, and those, they're here, and they will be here. You know. What and saying? those are That's like hitting it in the crowd right now, right? Because right now, what's happening is otherwise the fourth, so fucking the fourth generation, <laughs> the fourth generation is looking at it through the crowd's eye because it's like. Now they like these kids are seeing these MCs do their thing, and they're like, "Oh, I want to be that one day." So the little seeds of the next project blow—they're out there right now. See we're, what I'm saying, guys? If you can see this right now, we're looking at the security camera. Yeah. In the VIP room. CCTV. <laughs> we can shit. see everything that everybody's doing. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. <laughs> 
But that's them. That's the next generation of them. This is true. On yeah. those those black and white squares that we're looking at, yeah. you guys can't see them, but no. just to give you a visual, we're looking at two <laughs> LCD screens, <laughs> probably ranging from 42 inch not to <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah you're right yeah. though. You're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. This is a future, man, and it's exciting. I feel like this is all. This is kind of like a a New Year's Eve slash Christmas slash house party. Well, they, you know, it's ending the their year right with Project Blow. You know, what I'm saying it's they're, they're putting their stamp on 2016, saying, "Hey, this was our year, just like last year was la- our year. Next year will be our year, also." So it's kind of like a thank you to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's great, man. It's like. We all could be in worse situations life-wise, but, you know, I really think music and this, this whole tradition that, that keeps going is important, man. It's, it's saved countless lives, including mine. Right, so, right. And, and we'll end with this. We should all be grateful. Everybody in hip-hop should be grateful for Project Bloat and everything that it's developed and put out because yeah. the, some of the biggest legends have come out of Project Bloat. And it's the testing grounds. For a lot of MCs for the future legends. Yeah, so y'all MCs hear that concept, said it right now. Go yeah. to Project Glow. Let's see what you got. Go to Lamert Park right? for the art. Uh, I like Get that. It. Menacing Johnson. Thank it's you, a pleasure, sir. as yes. always. Hey, this was fun. Let me say this was yeah, let's fun. Hear it. Oh, I'm glad. I was thinking about this for a long time. You were. <laughs> You I was like, the next time we come back, I know what I'm at least bring up. I gotta see how proper is what you're thinking. How, so now, yes, now before yeah. we before you end it, Uh-oh. how did I do? <laughs> you did a lot better than last time. Last time you were kind of you were kind of like aggressive with me. I was you, what? You were kind of a little aggressive. You weren't aggressive, but it was like a like I remember I asked you about your hair. Oh yeah. And I said, Wait, when, when when do you think you'll cut your hair? And you're like, when I cut it. And I'm like, whoa. All you know, right, like, all right, all right. once again, Mary Jane paid me a visit and was like, I'm cutting all your shit off. <laughs> and I was like, what the? F- oh, man, they want my drip. That's how high it was, bro. Yeah, no doubt. But no doubt. It's, it's still like, you know, I, it's a funny thing to look back at because it's like, I feel like this point I've smoked so much weed, like, but still you can't escape it. Like, you so can now, still get Let me ask up, you again. You know? When will you ever cut it? If you will ever cut it. When when was your hair? Oh, you know ever? Listen, um, I'm not gonna divulge my age. Yeah, but I'm rocking it. (laughs) Oh, till till death. I'm rocking it, man. Um, no, not till death. Like, how long did it take you to grow your hair? Dude, I'm gonna assume I'm on year ten, second round though. First round was three and a half. If y'all really listening, (laughs) wow. But uh, you know, breaking it down. I'm I'm good. My hairline's (laughs) still kind of healthy and. You don't yeah, have the LeBron man. thing going. You sh- nah, sh- man. You want to look? I believe you. You, believe you guys can't see, but he, he, he. he it's giggled. luscious. He giggled. It's he luscious. So that's right. Hey, world. He giggled. So guess what that means? That's what's that up. That means it's right. It's proof. That's what's up. Thank you, man. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Anytime. Give me a sign out. Give me a sign out. I want to shout out my mama. Rest in peace to my uh, uncle Curtis, who just passed away yesterday. Sorry to hear um, that. My girlfriend Letty, I love you. Uh, my whole family, my brother Alpha MC, who's around here somewhere, and uh, everybody to uh, be prosperous, prosperous, have prosperity. Yeah. In 2017, that that just lets y'all know that we having fun here. As I you should. Swerve, 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 you should say, swerve, no doubt, no doubt. Herb, herb, yeah. <laughs> Project Blow, 22nd year Johnson. anniversary. Thank Peace. you, brother. Peace. <laughs>
Yeah, you're good, man. You're good. We're sitting here with longevity. Yes, sir. Project Blow, 22nd year anniversary. The 20 what? 22nd. 22, right? 22, deuce, deuce. Deuce, deuce, huh? Tell me how you got involved with Project Blow. Uh, you well, you know. It's been a minute. Is it? Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Well, this is how I got involved. All bro. right, let's hear it. What happens is uh, I'm from Darkleaf. That's my original crew. Uh, before Darkleaf, I'm from the Atband clan and the grassroots family. You know, uh, well, however, I'm from Los Angeles, so we all grew up, you know, Crenshaw District, from the Crenshaw District to uh, to East LA to El Monte, nigga, to fucking, you know what I'm saying? That's where longevity come from. And then, uh, shit, man, you know, I went to school with, you know, in LA. And um, my first thing, like, was, I say, I knew this dude named Jay. I'm, just, I'm gonna say his full. I'm gonna say the full name. It was Jay. I'm gonna call him Jay for short. And uh, we used to bag and shit. Uh, I had I had a good friend, best friend. His name was Edmund. The, the Belizeans that lived across the street, South Central LA. And uh, Edmund's Edmund's best Edmund's brother's best friend. This dude that's come by. I'm gonna call him Jay for now. Come by and bag and shit. We used to always bag on each other. Just bag and bag and bag. Like this is like early junior high school, late elementary type shit. You what, know what, what year is this? What year is I this? Fucking shit, I don't know. Shit. I can tell you when <laughs> I can't tell you those years, but I can tell you um, that I graduated high school in 1994. Okay, so ni- so 90s. We'll, put, we'll say 90s times. Yeah, this is like, nah, when this shit wasn't happening in the 90s. But so so what happened was uh, yeah yeah yeah. So 90s was when yeah you, yeah okay you got it. So so then what happens is uh, after school, the dude that used to bag on me used to make his way to the good life. You know what I'm saying? The first time I went to the good life, I ran into him. I'm like, yo. He's like, man. I was like, I was like man, I didn't know this, this happened because all my little raps that I had, I would keep to myself and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, I used to like rap, raps, uh, write raps to LL Cool J songs and shit with my own words and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so, so from there, however, I'm at LAMC. Darkly for my crew, LAMCs, we actually touched the good life before we touched Project Blow. Um, we didn't really have nothing against anybody else, but we were different. You know what I'm saying? We were way ahead of our time. And, uh, you know, and what comes with hip-hop is territory. Attitude and, you know, this is me over here. That's you over there. You know, how, how Run DMC crossed their arms. That shit was like, that's hip-hop. Like, yo, back the fuck up off my shit over here. Yeah. So it took me a little while. You know, and we know we know, always knew AC alone. Always knew the Fellowship and Ab and, and Fat Jack, DJ Fat Jack and, and stuff and uh, Riddler. And, uh... Or Lore. And then um Dark Leaf kinda, you know, we, we went through our deals and our and our records. And uh like I say I could say like the soul patrollers of of each crew kinda got together and started hanging out. Riddler from C V E, Longevity from Dark Leaf, Ace Alone, Freestyle Fellowship, you know, Ab, Tribe Unique. So how I got involved with 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 Blow is hanging out with A C with A C alone and um you know just just us all being one us all being like one family and, and growing up in the same vicinity and the, from the jungles to the mid city to you know what I'm saying and it just made a lot of sense you know do you remember when it became uh, something official and were you aiming at that or was it just when, when, when what became something official you, when you became like an official family me yes with the project blowed um, yeah 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 the official family thing was was when um 
Yeah, it was when I was when I when I was uh, put on a flyer. When I was when I produced um, when I produced like some some anniversary some songs on anniversary records. When AC Long picked me up and yeah, we went on tour. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when I was like, okay, cool, and and everybody started you know accepting me. Everybody accepted me anyway or embraced me anyway because I'm just an LA OG. And I wasn't I wasn't a Project Blow OG. It's LA OG. But it's like yo, but but you know we all around. It's, it, it was. It was it was some it was so much unsaid. It was so warm that it was unsaid. You know what I'm saying? It just became. Yeah, it just became. It's become okay. one, you know? Yeah. So what about now? Now we're sitting here and we're at the twenty second year anniversary of Project Blood. Um, what, what do you think the contribution that Project Blood has given that nobody else has been able to do? Given to who? To me? To the to hip hop. What do you think their biggest contribution has been? Oh man, come on. Uh, originality, styles. I the one thing about uh, one thing about the West Coast is we wild style everything. Right, right. You know, so like you know, shit was created in the East, but once it gets to the West, we wild style that shit. Right. From graffiti to to, to rhyming to fucking shoes, anything anything you give us, we wild style that shit. Yep. We 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 own that shit and we wild style that shit because look because this is the thing also I was just having this conversation. We're not we're not cooped up all winter and ready to break out and wait and ready to break out when the summer comes. You see what I'm saying? Our winter. Is our summer also? We're year round in the sun and wilding. See what I'm saying? I like that. West, yeah. We West West Coast wild styles everything. Give me that shit. I'm gonna flip that shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give, give me hip hop. With the hip hop, maybe then you got the hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever you give us, West Coast wild shit. And um, it's nothing. You know, I'm not taking anything away from the original. You know, the originals and where it's where it's come from. I'm just saying like. West Coast wild style some shit. Yeah, hip hop came t- to the West Coast and it found a home, and we treated it very absolutely. well. Absolutely, and, and we definitely and, and definitely well respected and shit. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well absolutely. Hip hop is like it's a you know it's a culture, man. It's a part of life, man. Like it's my, my shit, my shit. You know, my, my heart pumps hip hop, man. You know, hip hop is originality. Also, you know, guys, because we come from hip hop was was our Shaka Khan's was hip hop, like mm-hmm. our Midnight Stars and shit. Mm-hmm. I consider hip hop. Our, mm-hmm. you know, our Bad Brains, our Fish Bones. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I mean? Our, our, our Henry Rollins is hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like that kind of shit. Like hip hop is hip hop. It's originality. It's rebel music. Right. It's street music. It's, it's expression. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Well, most, uh, you know, most, prefer, you know, most of all, it's uh, most of all, it's um. It's originality Right Straight up Straight up originality You know what I mean You ain't hip hop If you ain't original man So we're here At 22nd years deep How yeah. do you see The next generation Of Project Blodians Coming up Um, I don't see them You don't see them No because I'm not there You're not You're not present in it I'm there I'm not, I'm not there I'm not, I'm, I'm not, They're not here You know I'm, well, they, they might be here But I don't see them Because I'm not there uh, My bad my brother Sorry No 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 I'm just as an OG, yeah. I'm saying is what what you don't you're not paying attention to that you're moving on you're not no no I'm paying I know I, I pay attention to it uh, but you know I, I'm very direct you asked me direct questions so I was kind of direct with it because I don't I only exist now you know like I, what I know is right now is right here is, is where I am so yeah but but I understand what you're saying so I, I can I can uh, I can go I can go there with that uh, the thing is um, I see it I see it um, repeating itself. As it should History does History right. repeats itself But uh, you know They repeat themselves But they'll never happen again mm. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you talk about the originals. Every, yeah. Anything, everything in life. The origin. Everything in life repeats itself, but it never happened again. Right. Your hair keeps growing back, but it ain't gonna look the same every time it grows back. You see what I'm saying? That's deep. It's gonna I like repeat that. itself, but yeah. it never happened again. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna re- so it's gonna repeat. It's just yeah, it's gonna be yo. The MCs are fucking dope as shit. Yeah. And then what I love is what I love is that is now is that. Is that the styles of is that the styles and, and personalities and originalities has merged? Yeah, like it's, it's become a fusion. Right, you know what I'm saying. And now, I think now is now they get it. Right. Now they get what we were doing then. Like I, I used to rhyme to, like I used to sit back and do acid and rhyme to Pink Floyd. You see what I'm saying? It's crazy. And it, but but I was aware of. Yeah. But I was, you know, what I'm saying this is fucking '90s and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying now look. You see what I'm saying? Now look, I look at my homegirl. Her, her hair is green. Yeah. She got a green spot in her hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, now these motherfuckers wear skinny jeans. Right. Well, I never wore fucking skinny jeans, but you know, what I'm trying to say is like, <laughs> yeah. now motherfuckers want to dress it's like. Now it's evolving. It's, it's, yeah. it's evolving, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? But now they're starting to realize. You know what I mean? Yeah. The new generation's taking it over. But you know, the one thing that Project Blow has always done, not just filtered out MCs, it's also welcomed a lot of them and fathered them. Hip-hop, oh yeah, oh no, we, you yeah. know, which is why everyone wants to come try out. If you want to go, because you know you will get filtered out if you're not that level, right? Right. But, and when you are that level, they'll father you. They'll kind of guide you throughout Absolutely. the next one. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you used to get ripped apart. I, I'm just happy to be involved. Just happy to be able to just talk to these legends and be able to just be the little fly on the wall, right? Absolutely. Because. There was a, every all the MCs, right? What they're doing is they're contributing, but the documentation yeah. is not there, and that's where I step in. Yeah, yeah. Thank that, you. That, I, I, that's I, my goal is to, to see what moves and in, 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 uh, have somebody want, twenty years from now be able to hey, yo check this out. This is how it was, which right. is as important as contributing to it. I feel absolutely no. You're, you're you definitely know? contributing, and yeah, you, you're right about it. Nobody's nobody's docked this shit, and everybody that has, it wasn't as it wasn't as passionate. You know, what I'm saying like there's people that got footage of all that shit. But you know what they do? Like they're kind of like those those outside fucking. You know, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to say white folks or whatever. But not involved in the. Uh, but, in, but, but, in but you itself, know, what I'm saying? like yeah. it's just it's just that it's just that bullshit to where it's just that bullshit to where like you know they just see an opportunity and they hold on to the footage forever and all this bullshit. It's like yo, no, no, no. Like it wasn't documented by 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 heart. By our, by one of our one right. of ours, right? With you know? the intentions of sharing it, which is exactly. which is the yeah, yeah, they, they, they want to capitalize off of it. All this bullshit and that yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Well, thank you for sitting with us. I'm gonna right. tell, let me tell you out there, man. Yeah, Wake the flock up. My name is Longevity. Original Los Angeles, Dark Leaf, Project Blow, Good Life, the operation soon to come, which is which is which is which is me, which is me, all, which is my fucking company. Uh, Death LA, nigga, we in the house. My man Satire just walked in the building. There he is. And then uh, we boogieing, man. Like, wake the flock up, motherfucker. That's right, baby. That's it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Again, pleasure, honor. Project Blow, 22nd year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, deuce, deuce. Wake the flock up. Deuce, deuce. Longevity, peace. Peace. Yo, my check, my check. My check, my check. Yo, 20 year, 22nd year Project Blow anniversary. Oh, wow, yeah. We downstage. It's crazy out here. Yeah, we're backstage. I'm sitting here with Flaco Siete. Flaco Siete. Death LA, Hellfire Club, Bananas, uh, Project Blow, all that. <laughs> you, you're an official blow deal. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, from like what? Uh, 2000 uh, all the way to the end of the blow. Like, uh, yeah, like me, uh, like I'm the generation, like no can do verbs, uh, dumbfounded open mic eagle. Um, 
that generation, DiBiase, uh, you know, and moving forward to like Bananas and Death LA, things like that. Let me ask you, how did it how did it begin for you though? When did hip hop take place for you? For me, yeah. Like, but what you mean, like, as far as like falling in love with it, or yeah. as far as like I want to know as far as like like me. Like doing music, uh, participate. So I want to know what was that first track that you heard that oh, sparked? In general, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I was five. Um, um, my uh, I'm original. My mother's Salvadoran. Um, my first language was Spanish. When I was five, I, I didn't learn how to speak English. So I was like five or six and on. Um, so how I learned to speak English. Um, I had a neighbor named Martel. He was older than me. And um, he introduced me to rap music and Popeye's Chicken when I was five. Uh, he, the first rap song I ever heard when I was a kid, I was in Inglewood on Eucalyptus okay. and uh, uh, Eucalyptus in High Park. It's lit air. And I was sitting in a tree. And Martel had Popeye's Chicken. And he said, hey, eat this. And I ate it. And I was like, man, I, was, I fell in love with that fried chicken at that moment. And he had a Walkman. And I, I never forget his Walkman, bro. Check this, his Walkman. Yeah. Like this is some real shit, bro. Yeah, I'm his listening. Walkman. He had a he had a dirty ass Walkman. Yeah. And like when you open up the tape deck, it had like dead roaches in it and shit. But check this, the first rap song I ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Was bitch better have my money, bitch, bitch better. Have. And I swear to God, I just like that's all I knew. I didn't even know what it meant. That's it. But that was it. But as far as like um. Uh, as far as Project Blow goes, uh, I was introduced to Project Blow uh, through a through a homeboy uh, in high school. Uh, they saw his uh, we used to rap and cipher and stuff in high school at lunch and things like that. Uh, I was always kind of like a closet rapper there, and but I used to listen. I used to steal a lot, like out of Ladera Center or Fox Hills Mall. I was influenced by hip hop a lot, but I was always. Uh, I was always, I was always a competitive person, always into like set trends and things. So, you know, I would listen to hip hop, uh, videos like The Firm back then, uh, and be like, okay, that's the dope shit. Niggas is wearing Fendi, niggas is wearing Polo Sport. I'm gonna go steal some dope fly shit, and I'm gonna come to school, and I'm gonna rock it, and I'm gonna show these, yeah. I'm always one step ahead, you know, and I'm Latino. So as being a Latino, and a, and a predominantly black community, right. it's like, you, your bar's got, you know, as far as, like, not turning down no face, as far as your hustle, as far as your integrity, you know, like, I, you know, you're gonna be tested, so my whole thing was always being seven steps ahead of everybody, seven a blessing, a five to get by, you feel me? So, I used to steal CDs from the warehouse at the Ladera Center, we used to all go steal our Ross, and, I was always getting left behind yeah. because I would go into the warehouse yeah. and I would steal CDs randomly. Like when they're not looking, I just go under at the bottom. They used to have the CDs without the the sensors. Let's go to the bottom and just take oh, a yeah, shitload. Oh yeah, because they had them on, yeah. and then on the on the, the bottom yeah. you'd open up at the bottom of the shelf. Wow, and they're all there. So I used to just open it up and grab, and like not even look, just grab a shitload of CDs. So that's how I was introduced to like. Quick story uh, though. Quick story though. I got caught stealing. I don't know if you remember. You remember Mystic? Mystic. She was yeah, a female. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell she, yeah. She, I stole that CD to her. I got caught on my birthday stealing a tape from Tower Records oh, because wow. I wanted on, on yeah, Tower a, Records was hard. You can't. You where the warehouse was where you used the, uh, the liquid. Yeah, should have known. Should have known. No, uh, because the, she they had that video of her on MTV that would play. Yeah, the light. It was like the light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah, told yeah. You that the sun don't shine in the morning. Yeah, 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 exactly you know, yeah. I, was, like, right. I was like, oh shit. So I went and I remember I stole it and I got caught on my birthday. And uh, I spent the night on jail. Why my sixteenth birthday, dude. You know what it was? It was a. I, I went out and I'm walking. I'm slick. 
So I'm walking out and I purchased something. You was young. You didn't know. I was only 16, bro. And yep, got caught. Hell no. Nah. Because of the fucking sense. They used to try to catch you back in this, but I knew I was a minor. <laughs> and I tell you this, you know what I used to do as a minor and yeah. I was a gang member as a kid, oh, a gang banger. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. We are, and knowing this, if any security used to try to put their hands on me, yeah, I said, first of all, I'm a minor yeah. and then I will swing on their ass because Wait. you're not the police. Wait, so I but I'm going to tell you this. So what I used to do, hold on, give me, give me a sec. What I used to do, is I used to sit the CDs, right? Yeah. Randomly. Yeah. So when I get home, I will look through the CDs and play them. So that's how I got introduced to like. Well, you would just Davis. steal random CDs. Like I didn't look because oh. you gotta watch and make sure they're not watching. So you, you. just did yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And then you're the like, apologize. oh, I got some cool shit right here. Yeah. That's so like I got introduced to like Illmatic, Dead Prez, Karis One, yeah. Organized Confusion, yeah. uh, Freestyle Fellowship. Oh, uh, I got introduced to uh, all uh, uh, Book of Human Language. I stole that on accident. Okay, so let me ask you this: yeah. Had they been some other shit though, you would have been on some other uh, shit. Huh? Had there been like some country shit, you might be a country head right now. Because if they no, were just I mean, like random, I, to be honest with you, see what I'm saying? It was like, all random. I like it was. So if just, it was like mariachi shit, you, you might be a mariachi. I would, I would listen to it, but yeah. I think it's just like honestly, I don't look at it as a genre. Yeah. I look at it as just uh, an art, uh, a therapy, uh, uh, you know, exploring the art of life, like inspiration. You right. know what I'm saying? Like listening to people's stories. Yeah. Like I listen to everything. Like honestly, like now I don't even listen to rap. Like sometimes I do, but most what I listen to, I listen to like Portishead or like yeah. the Joy Division. Let, like, let me ask you this: You mentioned being. Being Latino, you may had to make sure that your bars were up. Yeah. Do you still feel that that's the case? Well, what do you, uh, yeah, of course. I've always feel like I mean, with anything but, you do, but specifically because you're Latino, do yeah, you feel like yeah. your bars always. have to be up? Now, do you feel that way? Do you, do you feel that way because you feel you need to represent, or do you feel that way because you think there might be some kind of like I don't want to say racism, but kind of like, like prejudice or preference? If you're a black MC coming out, then a Hispanic MC. To be honest with you, man, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like, all bullshit aside, I just feel like I'm a man before anything, and like I'm always put my best foot forward, and I'm gonna go hard. You feel me? Like I'm gonna go hard with anything I do. You do what I'm saying? So really, I honestly don't give a fuck what everybody else thinks or what they do, but I know that for myself. I'm gonna go hard and, and, and like with anything I do. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, we're never gonna be satisfied with what we do. You know what I'm saying? Because we always trying to take it to the next level. Right. But, but as like, like from, from when I was a kid, when I was a kid, like you had to, I had to go hard. You feel me? But that's like, that's, that was part of my, my, that's the part, the way I was cultivated or, you know what I'm saying? With it because, because of my environment, you know, but that, 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 uh, that plays a lot into me maturing into a man or to an artist that a lot of these things apply into life you feel me so like as a latino honestly i'm like you know i'm, I'm a latino my mom's from el salvador you know what i'm saying my dad's from ecuador you feel me i'm bilingual you feel me and and, and i'm a, I, I i do what i want to do but did you, know you ever feel like that but did you ever feel that that was something that the project blowed kind of put like Made you feel that way? Like, oh, yeah, you're honestly, Latino, bro. Where, where no, Project Blow, as far as being a Latino project, it was never like that. But most importantly, Project Blow was like 
your bars. You have to be original. You have to come with style. You can't be right, a fighter. Right. You got to be on point. You got to like get your freestyle on. But that's across on. the board. Regardless of what you look like, those are the requirements. Yeah, because it wasn't about black, white, right, green. Right. It wasn't about that buck, right. crib, right. south sider. None of that shit. That was you one place bars, where everyone bars. could congregate yeah. and be one and have one. Everyone had one thing in common was the love for this art. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we were just all kids trying to live a dream. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? And now we live in the dream. So now that you said you're, uh, you know, you're not the current generation, maybe one or two back. But let me ask you this: How do you see the new generations coming out of Blodians? Honestly, like we are the new generation of Blodian because the Project Blow was over. Uh, me and Kyle, uh, uh, Kyle, we're doing the uh, Kyle Burrs of the uh, Bananas, and right. then from Bananas, uh, you know, and then there was uh, another extent to that that was like Low End Theory and things like that right, started right. happening. But we were all a part of, right. and uh, and uh, you know, now like it's like you know Bananas, and then our. Our art collective in LA, Death LA, and we are that generation. And then, really, we just, we just, uh, we just out here, man, doing what we love, man, and supporting each other, man, and and and, and trying to step the bar and and, and and set the trend, set the set. You know, we we from the future, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like, like that. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm from a, the I'm future. I like the future, that. man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of shit, motherfuckers, is doing now on mainstream. We was doing seven. 10 years ago you feel me we set that shit now it's like setting a bar setting a bar because like you know the, if you look at the shit on the radio and the, and and uh and, and and like the media like all that shit like just in reflection is like the 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 uh aesthetic of underground independent artists now you know what i'm saying we've been doing this shit we we live this shit we breathe this shit this is what we do this is the legacy it's not about being famous, not to me, at least to me. It's about leaving a legacy and being that person that say, yo, he stepped the bar 10 years ago. He's been on that. You know what I'm saying? The, the, just, just the, the legacy, man, the, the integrity. Do you, you, and you feel you've done that? I mean, as far as for myself? Yeah. I mean, in, in reference to like, like, see, I believe in like building with people and like learning from each other and teaching each other. And that's what it's about. I'm gonna step the bar for myself. I'm gonna always step the bar for myself. Whether it's as as rap, whether it's film, whether it's you know uh, fucking paying my bills, fucking you know uh, you know uh, buying a house, or right, like right. you know you know get, you know I went you know I went from being homeless to now living in a penthouse loft in downtown LA. That's because I stepped my own bar. I think it applies to everything in life, and that's one thing that Project Blow actually helped cultivate. And it's like a a blessing in disguise, you know, because we all want to live the dream and be a rapper. But there was the, the competitive side of Project Blow with please pass the mic. That was the only rule that, that you know, you either you either learn how to fall off the bike and get back on and, and take the ride or you fall off the bike and quit. And that's, uh, you know, that it helped me step the bar as far as music goes or, my, you know, my lyrics. But most importantly, ironically enough, and the blessing of skies was the subconscious thing of blessing the bar in life and in general and in anything that I do. Right. Well, I respect that. Thank you. I, I wish you the you. best. Thank you for sitting right, down you, with man. us. Thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, man. Check us out. Give me man. a sign out. Give me a sign out. All right, man. Check me out, man. Uh, Flaco Siete. You can check me out on uh, SoundCloud. F L A K O S I E T E. F L A K O space S I E T E. Uh, most importantly, or you can Google um, uh, or hashtag Death L A D E A T H L A Death L A. Uh, and also, uh, fucking Google my last EP produced by DJ Nobody from Low and Theory. Dope, Death L A D P. Flaco Siete and I'm out, bitch. Peace. Right. I'm going to be completely honest with you.
I'm totally starstruck right now. I'm a huge Dumbfounded fan. Oh, word up. That's tight. I, yo, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. So I created a wish list when I started my show. Wake the flock up. I don't know if you heard of Oh, this. yes, I have. I have actually seen you on Twitter. And, and uh, I bugged you many a times for yeah, interviews. Yeah, no, no, and I'm, I'm really nervous right now. I'm going to be honest. You're oh, on, no, no, you're on our wish list. Oh, dude. Thank you, man. You're on our, you're, you're on our wish list. So I created a wish list that has like 45 names. And I've been able to cross off 15. Oh, shit. And you're going to be the 16th name I cross off. Yo, I'm here, bro. You know, Ask away. I'm a huge fan of yours from the battle days, from like the original, yeah, 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 from yeah. you were doing your thing, right? For sure. But so I've always wanted to ask you a couple of things. Sure. So initially, how, can you remember like the first, like how, how old you were when you did your first battle? Um, probably when I was about 14, 15. 14, 15? Yeah. What led to you be, having... The mentality of saying, okay, I, this is something that I can do. I mean, I think it was like just early on where I was definitely nervous at the first time where I knew I wanted to step in and like say something or clown. I, I was always clowning people like even before 14, just like joking around being a class clown. But I never was confident in myself as like a, a battle rapper to actually do it in rhyme form. A clown somebody right. in rhyme form. Right, you right, know? right, right, right. And so you're, you know, I, I lingered a lot for a long time until I just one day just went in and did it, and I got a good reaction. It was like a high, so I just kept going. Um, now, so. Was this a written? No, no, no. It's, I, I, I was very late bloomer to actually writing raps. Like, okay, I started like completely from freestyle. Like, right. I never, you know, was like I'm. People take different routes to emceeing. Like, I always started yeah. freestyling from the jump and started writing way later. Like I was a late bloomer to actually writing stuff. I was because I was I, I come from LA. There's so many kids just freestyling. Right. I was a little lazy fuck too. So. I think in hip hop it kind of you get that little inkling and like you'll say the two lines in your head and you're like, oh that was dope. Oh, okay, maybe maybe I can do this. Right, right. Maybe right. it'll I can I can it'll, it'll give you that spark. But was so there was there anybody that you looked up to that was already doing the battle thing when you? Oh yeah, I mean the thing is so this is the thing for me. That's why Project Bloat is mad special to me because. When I was first in, uh, you know, I started rapping around freshman year in high school. And when right. I was in my high school, it was easy for me to do it because there's not that many kids in my high school that were, like, amazing at rapping. Right. So I thought I was a shit. You know, I go to house parties. I was killing it, freestyling. I thought I was a shit. Right. And then my friend takes me to Project Blow in one week. And it changed my life because I, I stepped into the ciphers and I thought I was ready to go. I was, like, cocky as fuck. I was yeah. ready to go. Yeah. And then I hear like the most amazing fucking freestyles. And that made me, yeah, and okay. I didn't even, that first week, I didn't even step into the cypher. I was like, I went back into the car and and my friend was like, what do you think, bro? I was like, like I need to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> yeah, you know no what I'm so, yeah. Okay, so now, let me ask you about this because uh, you're saying you're about 14, 15, right? Yeah. When did you start taking it like a serious thing? Like saying, oh, I'm actually, this is good and this is uh, then my next pro pro where I should project next I mean I think I took it uh, I think I've always took it seriously in a level of how much I was into like rapping right I was into it but I mean far as like financially taking it seriously yeah. like I'm gonna this is gonna be my job not until way later yeah but I was always like into it like I've worked I, I've worked all types of jobs mm -hmm. you know for hours and hours and after I'd go in and I'd rap you right. know what I'm saying so yeah. it's not like I never like took my craft not seriously mm -hmm. but I would say you know I started seeing, you know, uh, little little rewards from it, like winning a battle for a hundred or two hundred bucks and shit like that. Right. And that was that was great. But so right now, I just sat down with an MC who's a Latino, right? And he was telling me, "Yo, when I first stepped up, it was I, I felt I needed to do seven steps ahead because I'm I'm just not that same skin color." 
And he's saying that once he got into Project Blow, all that kind of erased because once you have the bars, it's gone. Like it doesn't matter. But to let me ask you what it was with your nationality coming in, even something I don't say further disconnected than a Latino in hip hop because it really kind of was right, especially at that at that right. time. How how did you feel? Did you feel the same? Did you like okay? Oh yeah, I mean I've been in so many different circles of scenes and people that I was a part of that world and that scene but that wasn't the standard you know what I'm saying you don't get better until or you don't you don't feel like you're putting yourself against the best unless you're there with the people who are setting that standard you know what I'm saying and Project Blow was that standard for me you know what I mean um, years later I traveled around like the US and started seeing other open mics that were like different versions of Project Blow in those cities right you know, but Project Blow definitely had one of the best freestyles out of anywhere I've been in the U.S. So, so, but I'm, I, I want to know of uh, you, like racially. Oh, racially? Yeah. Like, I mean, I've I've been in the Asian scene too. Right, no, no, no. The, I understand the, the, that. There's like a Latino scene, there's an Asian scene, of course, but that's not the standard. You know, that might be like, I could be like one of the best in the Asian scene, but that yeah. doesn't do anything for me really because right. it's like. First of all, there's not that many Asian rappers like right. that doing right. it. Right, right. So that doesn't mean much, really, you know? Right. Um, but it kind of does, right? Since there's not that many and you are one of the few, that has that means something, right? Oh, no, no, I, I represent. But I'm saying to for me to further represent in what I'm doing, for my, even for my people, like, I have to put myself to the test with, like, everybody. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's not going to mean shit to You me. have to prove you're equally Yeah, all day. It's not going to mean cats. shit just because I'm the best in, in, in an Asian circle. Like, that don't mean nothing to me. And if anything, there's more pressure on me. Even if I am the best in, amongst Asians, like that means there's more pressure for me to be the representative, like it's the United Nations for the, that group of people, right? In, in in the rest of the world, you know. Now, did you understand this? To, to not corner yourself in as the Asian rapper? No, I had identity issues in the beginning about you know be, me being like I don't want to just be an Asian rapper, or not. But no, now I embrace it. Like I want to, I want to be known as. A rapper who's Asian as well Because And it's not because of me About race and hip hop It's about Also things that An Asian American Goes through in the country I want to be able to Share those stories You know what I'm saying So it's, it has nothing to do with Ego and pride Of like Oh Asians are dominant Like none of that shit It's more about stories Being able okay, to But you have a story You have your story course. That you want to tell Through the eyes it's, That you're seeing it, it Yeah and this isn't An Asian story It's an Asian American story I want to clarify that Just like uh, someone you know of Latino descent might be like telling a, a Mexican story, a, a Salvadoran story, Guatemalan story, but it's different from a Mexican American story. You know, it's what I tell people is like, dude, I, I consider myself an American before I consider myself a Mexican because I'm born here. I mean, like I've served in the military to that level where I've had that much pride in being an American. And not only did America just like you know, I'm second generation, so my parents came, so I'm second generation. But hip hop, it just embraced me, and that was really my representation. It was like nationality, hip hop. That's my. Well, that's, that's why, my well, that's why it's, it's different. It's not just like you of Latino descent or American descent. It's you're both, and that story is completely different when you're both. Right. You right, know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. not one or the other. But that third category of you being like, what, what, what are you Mexican or Mexican? Yeah, Mexican I'm American, Swedish. right? Like that, that, <laughs> yeah, blonde hair, blonde. Yeah, like, yeah. Now that that one category yeah. of being half is very specific because you're dealing with the way people react to you here, right? Not out there, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 so, but you gotta have the you gotta, you gotta get those emails or those tweets like, yo, I'm Asian and watching you do your thing and really, you know, blah 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 blah. No, that's amazing. Yeah, and those are the things that made me kind of look at myself differently. 
Because I was early on, like, I didn't grow up necessarily with mad uh, Asian friends until, like, people started acknowledging that. And that's when I started appreciating that this was bigger than hip hop. Right. I had some people looking up to me in different levels. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Can you, 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 can you tell me what you consider to this day to be your biggest accomplishment as an MC? What was it? As an MC, what do you think is, has been your biggest accomplishment thus far? As an MC, my biggest accomplishment thus far, I think it's also it's it's been being able to be acknowledged from a world outside hip hop. You know what I mean? It's a world of people of non hip hop listeners who who are somehow associate or who are somehow I'm able to connect without them being hip hop fans. Right. I think that's a big deal when people connect to your shit without even them being hip hop fans. Like when they're just connecting to either what you're saying or what you represent, right. you know. And that's yeah. a that's a big deal to me. So no, and, and you should be very proud of that. So, so now, when we're looking back at everything we've done, right, is the is the battle thing something that you want to one day just leave your print on and move on, or you think it's something that you always come back to? Not. It's definitely. I mean, it's definitely. Uh, Something. Because like now when D- if Dumb Funny comes back, bro, I'm watching that battle. Just because like I remember the grind times and all this. Like oh, I'm like yes, this is something that I want to see again. I've d- I've done so many battles, things that I want to move on, but it's also fun too, you know. But you still approach them with the same mentality though of like, okay, I gotta go in there improve to myself this that or the other, or is it now more of a sport thing? Like yeah, I'll do it because it's fun. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty much kind of getting to the point where I'm over it, but it's kind of fun too, man. I'm not gonna lie. It's like I don't, I don't look at it like something that you, you could just. It's easy to just like. It's not a big deal if you retire or not. It's dude. It's just battle rap. Like relax. You're not like retiring from a fucking. That's amazing to me that you think that way because. I cannot picture, and I don't want to know. I don't want to drop names, or I cannot picture blank thinking that way. No, no, I'm just saying I'm not taking away. I'm not making battle rap, you know, like something that's not significant or unimportant. I'm just saying, like, it started. It, people started doing it to have fun, you know, and just have fun with it. Right. I hate to like think about it, like, oh, retire, like throwing all our words like retire with battle rap. Yeah. sounds so weird to me. It you know? does. You know okay. what I mean? I'm like, because there's cats like, yo, I'm retired. Yeah, but okay. it's like so weird because it's supposed to be some fun shit. I really don't think, you know. I think it's because of your accomplishments that you're able to no, look at it. No, but my like mind has way. changed so many ways about this because if you get ripped in battle rap yeah. at one point, yes, people will remember it, but people are not going to remember you forever for that. Right. Because even the greatest has lost. Yeah. There's yeah. no motherfucker who could be the best at battle rap. There's okay. nobody. This is good. This is good because now uh, it leads on to. Satire, he's great. And he got ripped too. So, yeah. you know. It leads to my, <laughs> it, it leads to my next question. Yeah, satire has been great and he's been ripped apart right, as right. well. Yeah. What, th- you was, see his pants just like that. He's been ripped apart several times. Oh, every- she saw the she saw the kind of saw the flies <laughs> and she's like, "Yo, <laughs> help yourself! It's not mine." Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He has, I don't know. He has leather jorts, fam. Like real shit. <laughs> I gave away somebody's food right now. Uh, what who, has there been one dude that made you maybe the night before or on your way there just like rewrite something because you wanted to come a little nicer? Than him at that battle, like no, because by the time I rewrite, I'm gonna forget that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, like, but I'm mean, like, who made you step your bars with just a little bit more? 
when it came to to the battle. Uh, conceded. Conceded. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, I, I, I'm, I think he's amazing. I think yeah. he's good. Uh, I mean, disaster too. You know. Um, honestly, I probably underestimated disaster to be honest. In the most recent one. I know disaster is great, but for some reason, when I when I did that battle, I mean, I worked hard on it, but I just yeah. didn't. I didn't edit edit my material as much right because i've known disaster for a long time too yeah. you know so, so you have I, I was going, with him no i wanted to go in having fun with it yeah but i think that was the bad approach for that one just because he was so he ready for that shit yeah. oh he came out shaved head and like he was doing oh, his yeah, thing. he was very ready so yeah he was he was prepared so did you did you feel yourself a target at some point because i mean it's fine i mean i'm you gotta always be a target you know but like the thing is it's 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 fun, you know. Battle rap is fun to me, man. Is there anyone that you didn't get a chance to battle that you might want to go back to? And, and oh, there's a lot of people. Give me one. Uh shit. You know what? I did battle a lot of people that I would have always wanted to battle. Like the source yeah. definitely was somebody I wanted to battle. Right. Disaster. I always wanted to eventually battle. Conceded. I considered to be one of the best at the time. That's why I chose that battle. Um, Illusion Z. I always wanted to battle a Latino dude. That's why I chose that battle. PH Pumpkinhead was an OG. Um, Tantrum, I wanted to battle him because he was Asian. I I, right. I chose all my battles very specifically, you know, to what I wanted to target. If you look at every one of my battles, it's all different shit. It's like Latino, old, Asian, old, OG. Oh. Pumpkinhead was an OG. Thesaurus yeah. is like a, le- yeah. a battlehead legend. Conceited yeah. was gun bar shit. Right. So I literally chose everything as a category. That's yeah. how I choose my battles. For that Conceited one, was did you guys plan it? Be like, okay. I'm gonna do concentrate strictly on short. And no, you no, 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 no. They they brought it to me, and that's what I focus on. But I mean, that's obvious. Like, I'm so you knew he was gonna come with Asian strictly. I Asian. didn't know, but it's like, dude, if I battle an Asian, I'm gonna use Asian shit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? That's not. Yeah. People always ask me like, they tell me like, try to diss the other guy. Like, he only used Asian shit. I'm like, bro, if I that's battle, I battled an Asian guy yeah. and I used Asian shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I never care about people trying to make me feel good saying oh, they only use I, dude I do I would do the same shit right right so the battle the battle thing is something that you're very passionate about but it is it is what it is let's move on to the music thing now you've been doing it for a, for, for a couple years now what is it's been a while since you've been uh, since you've been dropping music as dumbfounded right what is the difference between dumbfounded the battle rapper and dumbfounded the artist I mean I put the same amount I mean I would put like I put a lot of energy into both but I would say music is to me personally harder it is it's harder to me because I know for a fact off the bat if I do a battle I'm gonna get a certain amount of money really fast I'm gonna pack up a venue really fast I'm gonna do things that I would want in my music realm but I can't do that with music like I got to put a lot of work. I, I haven't had hits yet. You know what I'm saying? In music. I've worked very hard on my music and I built up a fan base, but I don't have a hit or anything like that. With battles, I have hits. Like, I have right. battle versions oh, of hits. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So absolutely. it's a different thing. But um, music's hard, man. You're applying the same effort you put into battle plus an element of melodies and harmonies and music, you know, that's not easy. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm not taking that away from battle rappers because you're you're being very creative in that realm too. I sat with uh, Dirtbag Dan a few years back, and he's telling me that in the battle thing, you're battling somebody else when you're making music. You're kind of doing it to yourself, and it's difficult to really find 
find out what your weaknesses are as now I'm going to compose a song. Well, what? I think it's easy to, it's just easy to, you guys got to see it this way. More people are into music than battle rap. Right. So to please that audience at a majority level is harder in music than battle rap. Do you think that it's difficult because you're being judged by different aspects of being an MC? Oh, Be- hell yeah. Right. So you got to be able to write a beat. You got to have flow. Right. I mean, lyrics-wise, you got both, but you also have to have lyrics that connect more right. than battle raps, you know? Right, right. Because not all people care about, like, you being able to insult somebody, so. And how, so how do we, when, when it's time to, to choose a beat, now, is it something that you do you have very close control over? Or is it someone like, hey, here's some beats? No, 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 I definitely are very hand, hands-on. And that doesn't mean I choose the best beats either. It's just beats that I'm into specifically. Yeah, so. beats that you feel for that specific yeah. project. I had Wax on the show the other day, a few months back, and he spoke very highly of you. So I was just wondering. Yeah, that's my bro, man. Yeah, I, I still think he's one of the illest too. I love Wax. I'm yeah, a huge amazing, fan yeah. of Wax, and when I had him on again, he was on the wish list, and we went all crazy. Dude. That motherfucker can spit his ass off, bro. We threw him. We, you know, we went like, "Hey, what do you want? You want to drink? You want to eat? You want to?" He's like, "Nah, just give me some water." Like he's like a real humble dude, you know. Nah, very humble, man. He's definitely the people's rapper. How do you? Uh, how, how has that relationship developed throughout? Man, like I haven't seen him recently, but we still talk, text, and um, that's my bro, man. I, I I still think he's amazing artist. He's sick as fuck, uh, and you know I support anything he does, man, because I know how much of a genuine dude he is and a genuine artist. He's one of the most honest artists too, and you can hear it in his number. You can, just the amount of humbleness he has as a person, it also translates in his music, you know. He's almost self-deprecating in his music, so he does. He's able to walk this line of being dope, but comically still right, right. throwing in things back and forth that I don't think he gets enough credit for. Oh, for sure. Especially nowadays. Talk to me about Project Blow, though. We're here at the 22, 22nd year yes, anniversary. How, what has it meant to you to be involved? In I Project mean, Project Blow is like there will be no dumbfounded without Project Blow. This is like what made me, and as I think a lot of rappers here could just say the same thing. I mean. They know me. I was like, I mean, I, I'm just honored they've accepted me into the family because, to be real, like, I was like a super shy dude at Project Blood early on, you know what I'm saying? Like, they fucking are the ones who opened me up <laughs> to be like the rapper that I am today, you know? Being extra cocky and what I need to be, not like cocky and like as a person. I, I, I'm very, if anything, I'm very humble because of Project Blow because I was among some of the most cocky motherfuckers in rap. You know? Right, right, right. Well, thank you for sitting with us, bro. I won't take too much of your time. I want you to go yes, enjoy sir. yourself. Like I said, I've been able to cross off your neck name off Respect. the wish list thank now. Thank you, man. Wake thank the flock up. Thank you so up. much for everything. Yo, this is Dumbfounded. You're listening to Wake the Flock Up. Yay! 22nd year anniversary, Project Blow. Peace. Yes, sir. You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network.